this is a word at the table where we are Christians and we discuss everyday problems and issues that affect our lives. And today we're going to be discussing choices and their consequences. Yeah. I'm Victoria. I'm Gajan, aka Gigi. And I'm Mika. Alright everybody, so today we're going to be talking about consequences of choices. And um, we're all here today, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I will be leading this conversation. So, um, this topic came about from uh, one of the texts in the Bible. It was in reference, it's Samuel 24. Gotcha. And, huh? Oh, you just knew that off the bat. Oh, no, I, I pulled it up. Oh, phone. okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> we send the notes. Um, okay, yeah. So it's Samuel 24, and basically that text is about um, Saul trying to kill David. So Saul thinks, you know, David is after him, and he thinks David might take his power or his throne. So he's just out to kill David, and um, David flees and runs off and runs away. And Saul um, basically is having his troops, his people come after David. And so at one point, um, David sees Saul in the cave and saw this at this moment was just relieving himself and just had no idea David was there. And so um, some of David's peoples were like, yo, go kill Saul. This is your enemy. He's out to get you. He's making your life miserable. And um, David was like, no, I'm not doing that because God said he was an anointed one. And so um, as Saul was leaving the cave. He he runs out and he says, you know, Saul, it's David, and I was here and I had a chance to basically kill you because you're after me. But he didn't, and he did it because he knew that um, he's a man of God, and he also knew that God said Saul was an anointed one. So basically, um, they talked about it and they went their separate ways. But that goes to show how David is really a man of God, and he actually considered what God said before making a choice and before, um, you know, being tempted to kill his enemy. Mm -hmm. So that just basically um, goes into our topic when it comes to making choices and it comes to um, choosing God and asking God what to do when making a choice. Hold up. I just realized we didn't do the review or bag of questions. That's fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. So, just a question to um, co-host. What choice have you made, like, in the past that you felt like you should have um, talked to God more before actually making that decision? Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I know for me, um, definitely with school, like, I'm, I don't regret going to school for accounting, but I think I just went straight into it and I didn't actually like ask God, okay, like what do you think that would be mm-hmm. best for me and making the right choice and things like that. I just like chose a topic that I was like, okay, let me just try it out and I just went with it. So I think I would say definitely school. Um, I wish I spoke to God about it more. And even when it came to relationships, like sometimes I just stayed in relationships longer than I was supposed to and I should have prayed to God about leaving that relationship Mm. so yeah those are some things that i was like okay i could have you know meditated and prayed more on that topic that's a level of self-actualization i don't think i've reached yet like i don't know 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I would probably say relationships too. Um, but I can't think of a specific thing. But for me right now, I think, like, I... I, I always wanted to get a master's degree. Mm-hmm. I graduated college five years ago. Haven't gotten my master's degree because I never felt like uh, pulling towards something that was strong enough or that I felt like was my purpose because I feel like I want to live on purpose, like in my purpose. I don't want to, even if it's in my career or whatever that I do, I want it to have purpose and I haven't studied anything um or pursued a master's degree because I, I feel like I haven't found that thing that God is calling me to mm-hmm. do in my career. Mm-hmm. And that's something that like I've been praying out about for like five years. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like right now I'm getting like God is pushing me towards something, but still like that's that again, like but I, I can't think of a past a specific thing in the past that I've done that I wish that I prayed about more than like before I, I did it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure there's many. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know about, because, like, I don't want to sit there and, like, not waste time, but, like, spend time on regretting something because, like, if, if God does have a purpose to me, then. For me, then, like, maybe all the mistakes that I've made mm-hmm. is in the grand scheme, you know. Yeah. You know? Things, yeah. Right. That's how I feel. I mean, yeah, there's definitely things that I've done and I'm like, damn, I wish I did it differently. But mm-hmm. then I don't really dwell on it. Exactly. I just, I just use it as a lesson. Yeah. Um, you, like, I, you have to, like, really, like, all the heartbreaks, all the, like, you know annoyed anxiety frustration it's just to realize like kind of like distill what you got out of it you know if it's all for vain then okay i regret that you know but yeah. like if i did learn something out of it even even if it was like i spent a year with like the worst person in the world you know now i see the traits not to go right. after that yeah, again right you know? right not to go so deep exactly oh and yes not to not to invest off. so much yeah you know yeah and i and i guess like i said like after going through certain things you realize like wow i went through a lot and then in retrospect you're like okay so i learned this and i grew this way and it's like it was a very uncomfortable situation looking back on it but you kind of stay in it sometimes mm-hmm. you just wonder why why am i doing this but in retrospect you do you know learn a lot about yourself like you know what you're made of mm-hmm. yeah do yeah. you guys ever um have you ever guys have you guys ever tried journaling yeah but i don't journal anymore because i feel like I don't want people to read my journal. <laughs> oh well, that's that's, kind of that's just yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's like extreme yeah. paranoia. <laughs> but everybody's like, <laughs> no, he was growing up, growing up with sister, a sister. She uh, used to read my journal. I used to read. Yeah. Oh, maybe I used to read hers. I don't know if she read mine, but I definitely read hers. Um, so I just, I just have extreme paranoia about that. Um, and I've started like um, journaling on my computer, mm. and I put a password on the do- on like the document. Like that's more no. I feel like that's more unsafe because it like is. people can hack that. Right. Who's gonna come and find my little that's book true. or whatever? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have like right. two separate journals. I have like one regular journal that's like for like 
my regular life and stuff like that and then I have a prayer journal where I'm like all right yeah like where you write your verses and you write like inspirational sermons and stuff like that and yeah yeah, so like I'm not finished with the prayer journal yet but I'm on my second regular life journal which kind of says something about me like (laughs) like, you know right but anyways um I'm, I'm finished with my um my regular life journal and I'm like looking through my regular life journal from like I think it was two years ago or whatever I am a completely different person like and in some ways better and some ways worse like you kind of see like I should get back into doing that and stuff like that like two years ago I was like way more into my health and like oh I gotta drink some apple cider vinegar in the morning (laughs) and you know I'm gonna drink enough water guys whatever so like I don't know I'm kind of an advocate for journaling because it just kind of puts everything in retrospect that's true yeah I mean I do oh sorry oh no I was just saying I can't wait to go back into my prayer journal because my friend Polana actually told me about prayer journaling and she's like it shows you the growth that you've had as a Christian within that time span or whatever you know you kind of like document that and stuff like that so I can't wait to go back and see like what I was asking for what like you know how I was praying how I was you know what my relationship was like how frequent my entries were and stuff like that Mm -hmm. yeah I just can't wait for to go back and see that yeah I do the prayer journaling but like life journals I I don't do and I don't know that I'll ever start doing that I don't do that I I don't do life journals like maybe I make a note to myself about something but not like an actual journal and um well as far as like prayer notes and things like that that I do look back on and it's interesting to see your mindset like mm-hmm. years ago you're like oh I was thinking that like, mm-hmm. like I was praying yeah. for that like yeah. oh my gosh actually yeah. if I if I read my journals from when I was like middle school and high school and I'm like oh my god right. yeah. that's how I was so what, obsessed with like, boys what? Like, what? oh my god when I came back from the school today I'm like oh, oh I'm like what oh my god it's like yeah. you know, it's ridiculous thing yeah yeah, yeah. So it's actually really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, if I do have kids, I might let them read my life journal if they're at like a certain point in their life, just to be like, you know. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I think because I don't live like a yeah. crazy life. <laughs> I mean, even I think even if you did live a crazy life, like I think you should be honest with your children because yes. they see you as a person, not as this like holier than thou Mm -hmm. figure that's my mother or whatever I I think you should be completely honest with your kids like if they ask you a question you should just answer it honestly instead Mm -hmm. of that's something I wish Mm -hmm. my mom did because I feel like growing up every question I asked her she'd be like I'll tell you when you get older mm. <laughs> and like it never came yeah and I'll tell you when you're dead I, I just <laughs> I just <laughs> never <laughs> and like and after like even now if you if you were to ask me like what was one of those questions I honestly don't remember so mm. like how do I remember the questions but at the time I felt like those were answers that I really mm-hmm. needed mm. and yeah. when you don't give your kids those answers they look to, uh, to other places to Thank find you. the answers yeah. so. they exactly. usually look to like other dumb people like yeah, or like stupid exactly. rappers or something. Yeah, just like, mm, not real you know? Yeah, maybe I will start life journaling now that you said that. <laughs> I think that I think that's a that's a good tool. Yeah, right. And I think also when you get older, like sometimes you don't remember how it was 
when you were that age yeah. and you start to think like oh my god oh, I wasn't uh, like that when I was 25 yeah, I was like you know you yeah. were just yeah. miles right? <laughs> all of a sudden like your story is like this grand story and mm-hmm. you were this wonderful person and you just gave to the community mm-hmm. <laughs> you were already married and you know it's just like this whole other narrative than what the actual reality is so I think that's good to look back on that yeah um, for sure so also so I guess moving forward how would you change making um choices now from I guess how you used to um so how I used to make choices was basically I just went along with what other people said and I was just like all right yeah so if you you think that's a good idea I'll just do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) right and then now I think it's like I need to get out of the habit of that. I just I, sometimes I just tend to let people think for me because it's just easier that way. It's just easier, you know? yeah. Like because I'm super indecisive. Even if you're like Victoria, what do you want to eat? I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so now I think it's just like I'll take to I'll take other people's opinion into account because again, that's easier or whatever. But like I guess I'll just um, filter that through meditation and prayer too. Because like if I'm just letting other people leave me. Where is that gonna like? Then that's gonna sit. That's gonna lead to more regret and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But if like I realize what God need, like I have to have the patience to not make a decision right then and there or whatever. Because it's like that's not. How do you know if that decision's from God or not? You know, right, like yeah. like now that you could just be wasting your time. Mm-hmm, you know, right. like when it comes to anything. Because again, I'm thinking about I'm um, going for my master's too. And like, do I have money for it? Like, do I have patience for it? Yeah. Because the government's like, oh, girl, that's nice. (laughs) We're not giving you any money. You're not being helped at all. But it's interesting that you say, you know, you listen to other people because that also brings the question of like, who are you really? If you're just really going along with what everyone says, it's kind of like, what does Victoria want? Like, who is Victoria? It depends because, like, like, if you like, it depends on like certain situations. Like, certain situations, I know more about myself than mm-hmm. others. But if it's just like things that I don't like, I haven't taken the time to like, like introspectively understand me in certain areas you right. know but like if you're like oh hey victoria what do you want to do friday night i know exactly what you oh, know like the like accountant came out we gonna watch that movie like you know some, yeah. something in the like certain aspects i know about myself because like i've developed that but like i can't even think of examples right now like big decisions maybe like even like career-wise like sometimes you gotta figure out you know like that, that happens to me too yeah i yeah. think career-wise I'm I'm starting I, I know what I no career wise I think I've always had an idea what I want to do mm-hmm. that aspect not so much I don't get from other people because if it was up to my parents I'd be a doctor lawyer engineer easy oh all right <laughs> but um so like career like I think I've always known that I wanted to do something creatively like something writing mm-hmm. or whatever right and I do want to like pursue that um but like with school, actual like where I wanted to go to school, I kind of was leaning towards Brooklyn College, and they was like, no, no, no. <laughs> and then I ended up going to Post, which I like hated, like I hated yeah. every like second of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Um, as for me, like the way I used to make choices, I used to do it in my feelings. Like I would just get upset and like I don't necessarily express myself in the right way because I'm upset. So it's like I would just say things like, ah, and it's not necessarily the other person who's trying to understand what's going on or whatever I'm doing. Like, they wouldn't understand because of the fact that I was just literally, like, expressing myself or doing something in my feelings. So I think that's what something I need to work on. Like, also meditating and praying mm -hmm. and not always just reacting. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, for me, it's the same thing. I'm, like, very... Everything that I think... I've done it or that I do is emotionally driven like if something doesn't feel good mm -hmm. you cannot get me to do it <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> like even like if it's work if I'm at work and I'm given an, an assignment and I'm not happy with it I'll express it um and it's, have, at least. I, I think sometimes it's a good quality to have like that you can defend and speak up for like self-interest but I think like with me there's times where like it makes me more of a selfish person mm -hmm. um and also like my decision my decisions are very emotionally guided and emotions as we know are fleeting like you could feel one way today mm -hmm. and then tomorrow you feel completely different and in the past i used to like if i feel like this right now this is what i'm doing and if i feel different tomorrow that's what i'll do again and i won't apologize for what i did yesterday mm -hmm. and i think like now I've grown to a place where when I feel a certain way like even if I feel that urge to act on it like I just like dial back and you know think and just really like just take that emotion through like different phases of my life and see like and check back like try to remember like how I mm -hmm. felt in that moment and how I feel today and see like would I still be what would I still would I be happy with that decision if I were to do it back then or if I do it today like so I try to check my emotions um mm. but yeah yeah because you can't yeah. be emotionally emotionally led like yeah and know. that's right. how that's how I used to be yeah. for I think for forever <laughs> most yeah. like the younger you are that's normal you yeah. know that's like oh you know I used to suck my thumb like okay that's normal <laughs> you, if you were a child that that's like totally normal mm. yeah Right. Like as you grow, like that's, yeah. that's one of the like things mm -hmm. of growth. If you don't do the same things as you did when you were younger, yeah. Because okay. if you're exactly the same ten years ago, then like what have you been There's doing? No growth, yeah. right? For sure. Isn't there something sure. in the Bible like that about wineskins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old can't use the old yeah. bottles. You can't be used. used. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Old old wines. You know, you can't put old wine. What? A new sheep sheepskin. Yeah, sheep yeah. Thank you. Oh, you yeah, can't put you can't pour wine into old sheepskin. Is that it? You can't, you can't put old new, or new wine. Like basically, new, new wine, wine should go in new sheepskin. Yeah, right. because it has to expand. Yeah. yeah. That was Rebecca, grow. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about you not going to say Okay, so um, we actually kind of skipped this part. Like, usually we do, like, a bag of questions or a review and then go into the topic, but I kind of went into the topic first. But, um, so I, instead of doing the bag of questions, I was thinking we could do a review mm -hmm. of a movie. Mm -hmm. It's called War Room. Um, hopefully you've seen it um, I know all of us we've seen it so just in general what did you guys think about the movie War Room did you like it hate it love it 
Um, I liked it. Uh, I, I mean, I saw it a while ago, so I don't remember the exact details, but I liked it. Um, and I felt like, like it was a very prayer-filled movie, mm-hmm. and I was... Like, I was surprised and happy to see that it, it was as popular as it was because it was really, like... That's one of the... Like, sometimes you see a movie and you're, like, that's so disconnected from mm-hmm. real life. Mm-hmm. And I felt like War Room was really, like, on point with... Yeah. Christian value, Christian prayer life, um, prayer warrior. I thought it was... I thought it was, remor- like, great. Mm-hmm. I, I would totally see it again. Yeah. Agreed. Like, okay, so I, growing growing up, like, I would say middle school, high school, I, like, developed, like, a really strong love for movies and, uh, and television, too. Like, just pop culture in general, whatever, right? And um, in high, high school, um, in college, I took a, a film appreciation class, which I loved. Love that, mm-hmm. order, right? So I'm not, like, a complete movie snob. Like, I'm not complete. <laughs> I'm not, like, oh, well, the character development was... You know, I'm not, like, <laughs> that bad. But I do... I am kind of picky with my movies. And, like, unfortunately, like, a lot of Christian movies, they uh, just... They are horrible. Can we? Can we just... It's very preachy, <laughs> and it's not a movie. You know, yeah. it's just... It's just... They're just <laughs> acting out a sermon, you know? And right. it's not... But The War Room actually did have, like, a, a natural like you know character arc like a plot arc and stuff like that yeah and like again it's still a christian movie so it ran a little long i don't know why that's a thing (laughs) with christian movies they have like three different plots (laughs) like be like like three different um um what's that called storylines no not storylines but it's just like oh like like when it acts or whatever right yeah like you know yeah so they have like it's just it's a little long for my taste like it should be like beginning middle end that's how usually movies do but like with christian movies it's like beginning middle end and then a little bit more of the end then a little bit and then jesus came and then yeah and it's just like okay we get it we see (laughs) the point can we end this now or whatever so that was like my only issue with it but you know the characters were cute it was like funny enough and like the message was like it the message wasn't it wasn't drowned out by the bad acting but the acting wasn't that bad it wasn't really bad at all yeah i was gonna say that like i thought it was amazing just Mm -hmm. uh, like as far as where we've come from (laughs) with christian Mm -hmm. movies and so what that was i think that was really good i think it was um comical like Mm -hmm. the grandma was really oh yeah it was so cute um like it had a little bit of like suspense which kind of like we don't know what's gonna happen and then of course the christian aspect was very it was neatly put in there it mm-hmm. wasn't like stuffed in your face as it mm-hmm. usually is or like anyone preaching at you so i thought that was really good um and i, I hope we continue that way you know i hope we right start to have <laughs> continue i hope so we continue yeah. to have christian movies that are relatable like mika said yeah. and definitely are um aren't you know, in your face with preaching, like Victoria said. Mm-hmm. So I just hope we continue it's just, in that route. It's just an animated sermon. Like that's what it is. Like yeah. it's not like you're not watching a Christian movie because like I want to be entertained right now. It's just like okay, so this is the message. I got it. You know, right. like I, it's not like you know hidden in any type of way. It's not artful. It's not art. It's not like Christian. Mostly Christian movies is not art. It's just a message. Right. You know, right. and like. War Room was done better than the most. Like, have you ever seen anything by Kirk Cameron? No. no. Ooh. It's bad. Yeah, it's what? bad. Kirk, like, um, 
Oh, that one about it, like fireproof about how to how to save your marriage. Sound bad. It was <laughs> my mom liked it, but I'm like, mom, this is bad. Mom, that's, that's no, a Tyler Perry crowd right there. It, it, no, it wasn't because Tyler Perry kind of towards it's more drama and more yeah. black or whatever. It's like a, for no reason. It's like. Like a good movie is supposed to have like a dash of drama. Uh, Tyler Perry like unscrews the cap and just puts the whole thing <laughs> so in. Much. So, so much, so much drama. drama. Like everybody yeah. like kids, people yeah. coming out, they trying to kill you. Like yeah. what is going on right now? Yeah. You know? So, what's like one key takeaway you got from the movie? If you could remember, I know we all watched it like a long time ago. But something that you could take away from War Room? You need to separate time and you need to separate distraction like take yourself away from distractions and have almost if it helps you know because not everybody needs to have a warm room but if it helps you can have a physical manifestation of where you go mm-hmm. to meet with god you know because like that's basically what it is it's not like right. it's not in the bible like thou shalt have a war room but like you know it's kind of like if that helps yeah. for you to just like block everything out because yeah. your relationship with god could be like your relationship with your bae like if you are with your man and you're also like texting somebody else you got some music playing and, and you're not really focused on right. the person you're in love with yeah. this time was kind of in vain like mm-hmm. you didn't That's focus true. on me or whatever right yeah. so if you have a war room where you it's just it's just Feeling you that. and God, and you focus on you and God. That's quality time spent, you know. Mm-hmm. And I kind I kind of wanted to make one. And I never got a chance to, so you know that's uh I should I should put that back on my to do list. Like find a place to put a warm. Yeah, my mom actually have oh she she started one as soon as she saw the movie. Yeah, like, and we were like all laughing at her. But she <laughs> she emptied one of her closets. I mean, like, and she she's had it I guess for like the last oh that's beautiful yeah. yes. plus like and, and she has notes all over the wall. Yeah, like sometimes I go in I'm there do that. and I read the prayers that she's praying about me. Mm-hmm. Which is, I know I'm like see that's why I don't journal. <laughs> You read it on the wall. This is why I don't journal. Yeah, <laughs> be in the war room. I saw that. Who Lord Jesus? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I I think I mean for me the takeaway was not necessarily create a war room, but just create that time where you are alone with God and mm-hmm. really like alone with God, not not on your phone and I I started doing that like when I'm praying I put my phone on do not disturb and I don't use my the bible app on my phone I use a physical bible because when I like when I've been using like the like when I sometimes I intend to go on the bible app and somehow my finger (laughs) goes on Instagram and I swear like how like and I'm like and then I forget like and I start scrolling and I'm like wait I was supposed to go (laughs) I was supposed to read the bible right now Mm -hmm. um so I put my phone away I put it on mute and I put it Mm -hmm. or do not disturb and I um have my actual bible and my notebook and I try to just stay in a quiet space um so i think that that the movie definitely motivated me to do that mm-hmm. right yeah. and for me i would say um a key takeaway was how the older woman helped 
um, her help the main character and the mm-hmm. family and figure out their situation. So that just showed me, like, even though you go through hard times because you know she was going through a hard time with her husband in the past, that um, that hard those hard times aren't in vain, and that those stories can be used to help someone else. In exactly. The so that's what I took that as, because like in the moment you're kind of like, why am I going through this? What's mm-hmm. going on? You know, you're upset, you're uncomfortable, you just hate it. And I just realized that not sometimes God isn't using you for the future. Like there's a bigger picture to things. So yeah. so yeah, that's what I took away from it. So it was a good movie in general. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. almost the um, Psalm seventy. Like that's one of the things that um, I was like meditating on this morning or whatever. Psalm seventy. Psalm seventy eight was like basically how you're supposed to pass on from generation to generation or whatever like if i give you all the these blessings and stuff like that what are you doing it hiding for yourself you're supposed to like mm. you know to the next generation so i can live on and stuff like that right and so like that's basically what that character was doing you know because she could have easily just been like oh girl <laughs> that's sad that's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. all right. right so you won't sell this house or no right right <laughs> yeah because yeah. i got things to do <laughs> That's true. Yeah, definitely. So just to recap our discussion today about choices, always remember to take a step back before making a choice and ask God to help you in the process and meditate on his word before impulsively making a decision on your own. And just some things to think about. What is stopping you from going to God first before making a choice? So um, thank you for tuning in. This is A Word at the Table. and.